Welcome back. Welcome back. Here are we talking about another great episode with Real Our Way. This is my wife, Mia. And we have a lot of people here that we're going to be enjoying this great episode today. So what are we talking about today? I'm going to tell you what are we talking about today. The F word. And it can get serious, right? So it's just like when you are, when you are a little kid and you don't have a good grade with one of your tests or assignments and you have an F, that's something you really don't want to bring to your parents. You don't want to have that discussion with them because you know you're going to get in trouble or that's what you may think, you're going to get in trouble, right? Well, the F word is the same thing in marriage, right? What are we talking about? Finances. That's the same thing. Now, it could be considered, the F word could be considered in different things such as friends, forever, or fighting. How many times do you talk about the F word in your marriage? Finances, guy. Let's talk about finances today. Let's get it going. <laughs> okay. So we are going to talk about finance in relationships, uh, finance in your marriage, and how important that is to communicate about it. Um, we do have special guests on with us today. We're so excited to have Shay and Deontay Wilson. Um, so we want them to introduce themselves. Shay and Deontay, tell us about you. Um, where do you live? How long have you been married? Where, do you, where did you all meet? Hey everybody, I'm Shay. This is my wonderful husband, Deontay. We've been married for five and a half years. Um, we've actually been together 11 and a half years. Um, we stay in Stockbridge, Georgia, a little bit outside of Atlanta. Um, and we met at Savannah State University. I'll let my husband give you a little more details on how we met. Um, we have three wonderful boys, Deontay Jr., Isaiah, and Jaden Kai. So yeah, she stated we uh, we met at college. Um, she had just finished volleyball practice and I was getting ready to go play basketball. And so um, she actually left the gym and then she came back cause she forgot something. I forgot what it was, but she actually came back in. And before we started playing the game, um, I kind of looked up in the stance and she kind of looked down at me and we just, our eyes just connected. And then from there on, I think I hit her on uh, Facebook. The book. I DM'd her. <laughs> All in my inbox. And um, that was around the time like we used to play cards and spades and all the time up all night, whatever. So I had I had um, I made a Facebook post um, saying that we got tired of beating everybody in spades and we were looking for some new uh, competition. Competition. Yeah. And so. Uh huh. So I remember that post. Yeah. <laughs> and so from from then on, um, she 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 re she replied and um, she came over and then from there, I mean, here we are, almost twelve years later. Yeah. Um, Who won the space game? Man, we did. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. I mean, that's our that's our love story. We locked eyes in the gym and. It was literally like a love at first sight type of thing. And then it just went from there. Here we are almost 12 years later and three kids later and happy as ever. That's beautiful. beautiful. Love That's it. 
thank you guys for sharing. That's awesome. So we're going to go ahead and, and get into it as far as our topic today. Um, I do want to state uh, like a sighting that I, I noticed or saw online. And basically uh, the CDFA, the Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, cited that money issues is the third leading cause of divorce in marriages. Um, so that's, I mean, come on guys, that's kind of big. That's huge. The third leading cause of divorce, money issues, finances. And so I want to phrase a question to you, Shay and Deontay. Why do you think finance causes issues in relationships and marriages? And and why does it lead to failed marriages? Like, why do you guys think that's the case? Um. Well, for once, uh, I think that it, it fails because when when you have one person in the household making more than the other that that one person that's making the less is more dependent on the person who's making more so it comes an issue where you have like different opinions um so like if someone wants to save money then the other person wants to just spend money constantly um you're constantly bumping heads and when you constantly bump heads you know you start arguments and one argument leads to another and it just it it doesn't correct itself yeah i think that even not just marriages but you know you think about how many friendships are ruined over finances think about how many family relationships are ruined over finances because like my husband said you have people you know that look at money different ways some people are you know just like okay money it is what it is other people are more so like i gotta save i gotta do this i gotta do that but when you have those people who are on different accords or look at it differently like you said that's where you have issues and after the issue starts arguments start and then you lead to other things which can be the breakdown of the marriage as a whole so that's good yeah I mean, finances is a touchy topic, but you have to communicate about it. So I think about relationships, you know, whether you're married, um, engaged, or you're in the dating stage. Tell us for you all personally, when did you start to communicate about finances? Was it in a certain stage? And was it hard for you all to start talking about it in your relationship? Uh, no, so we've been talking about it since probably the very beginning. Uh, we are both accounting majors. So money and finances has never been a difficult subject for us to discuss. So, I mean, even when we were in our dating stage, it was nothing for us to say, okay, well, how much do you have in your account? Well, I got this much. Well, how much do you have in your account? So we were building that foundation that we didn't know then to our marriage to kind of say, we're going to have this open dialogue about discussing what we have. Because if I only have five dollars and we're trying to go get something to eat and he has twenty dollars all right i got it you know that's how you you know work as a team and work together so it's been a constant conversation from that and i think that has helped our marriage because when you move into the marriage stage you have bigger stuff it's no longer just okay are we going to go to mcdonald's and wendy's now we got to have discussions about all right how are we going to do this are we going to be able to purchase this investment property are we going to be able to put this amount in say you know you start out in the dating process as smaller things that you discuss about finance but as we've gotten here it's allowed us to be able to have those open conversations about bigger things in life um that we kind of decide together to take on mm -hmm. so it started early and it's just been you know easy to follow since yeah. then because we started so early 
And I, and I think that's key that you guys started off so early with that because I see where a lot of couples, um, they shy away from that. that that's like, uh-uh, you know, that's uncharted territory. We're not going into that right away. But in all actuality, it's necessary to start talking about that early on so that, like you said, you build that foundation so that when you get married, it's not so uncomfortable. And I think a lot of couples, they don't realize how uncomfortable it can be if they don't start it early on. Um, And I will say for us, you know, when we were dating, we, we touched on it and we would, you know, dab in it here Mm -hmm. and there, but um, I kind of wish we would have, yeah, I kind of wish we would have went in a little bit more Mm -hmm. while we were dating. Um, But, you know, we worked it out, but yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like how you said, like, it was kind of like baby steps. We talk about the basics, food, and then now here we are, investment properties, savings, you know, uh, wealth, and just leaving legacies for our children and inheritance. So it's kind of like, you don't have to go from one to 10. And no matter, you know, where we're at, whether we start in marriage or we start at boyfriend, girlfriend, but to understand that it takes steps um, to get comfortable. um, Because I know for my husband and I, I would say we started talking about finances before marriage because we had Jalen before marriage and we were at a distance living in two different states. So we started talking about how is this baby going to eat and we need pampers and we need childcare and expenses like that. So for us, our story was a little different, but we had to have those tough conversations like my baby needs milk, what's happening? Or we were starting off in our career and we were struggling omg thank god for where we are at today we're truly blessed but we had to have those conversations but i think that helped to break down the barriers once we started communicating because i know for my husband he's like i got it i can take it on you know and it it brings me back to the episode we did on bringing baggage sometimes our mentality what we've been taught or haven't been taught um and not to place blame but just some of those things that we kind of put on ourselves to say I I don't want to talk about this because I got it or I can handle it. But just you said a key word says um, team. You know we're working as a team, and I think just wherever you're at in your relationship, knowing that come together as a team and discuss these things and break down that wall so we can have a, a picture of what we're where we're at and where we're going. So I think that's huge. And I, and I like what you said, Shana, on the fact that it's wherever you at at that moment mm-hmm. in your relationship, whether it's in the beginning, in the middle, or currently. Um, I, I feel as if finances has different layers that you can discuss. As Shane Deante touched on, touched on you, you can pretty much discuss whether your goals and visions for later in the future, or like you said, Shana, responsibilities right now. What do we need right now? And for another thing that we talked on, talked about is sacrifices. So for me, those are different layers that the word finance can bring into marriage, depending on where you at at that moment. Definitely. And I just want to ask off of that last question. That's good, bro. Just, you know, we're, we're in different areas, but here we are helping one another, right? So Shane, Deontay, y'all got these accountant, you know, majors, you got the, the education, which is great. So what advice would you give um, another person, couples, or someone who's looking to get into a relationship later about having those communications about finances, like how to help them, like ease them into it, like for it not to be so difficult. What would you say? Um, 
I think for me, when you are in a marriage, you have to understand and you have to communicate what's priority. Um, I think that's number one, because once you guys are on the same page about finances and what's going to be the priority for your finances, whether it's going to be, okay, number one is going to be the rent or the mortgage. Then we got to go through the bills. Okay. After we get all the necessities out of the way, okay, how much are we going to put aside for groceries? Like start there with a plan and write it down so that it's not just, okay, we're going to do, we're talking about it saying, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. No, write it down and make it plain to where it's like, okay. This is our first priority. This group of things is our first priority. After that, if we have money to do one activity together or one dating, you know, or whatever the case may be, to start there and just say, okay, let's prioritize what we want to do. And I think that'll start the conversation and start the communication process of how we're going to get to our end goal. Because like we said, baby steps. So it's a matter of let's take care of priority first. And then after that, okay, let's start saving for that car that we're gonna need down the line or that house that we want five years down the line or whatever your goal is for your relationship. But just having a conversation about the necessities first. And I think that will build on wherever else you guys wanna go in a marriage later on or in a relationship later on. That's good, great. Danny, right? That's one of the major keys into communication. Once you communicate about it, then Write it down if, if you want to, or plan. Make sure you're planning, correct? Okay, so we're talking about the communicating aspect of finances. Shay and Deontay, how often do you all communicate about your finances? What does that look like for you? <laughs> um, often, uh, if not every day, maybe yeah, every <laughs> other day. Um, yeah. it just like like you said, wherever we're at in life or at that uh, that moment, um, that's when we discuss it. Like um, paying off our car, um, paying my student loans off. I paid it off last year. So like for wh what we do, we um, so at my job we get a profit sharing or a bonus check every February. And so with that money, I put that towards student loans. I put it towards the principal so that. I'm not paying more interest every year, every month. Um, and then when tax time come around, um, we're blessed enough throughout the year to where when tax time come around, we're not using that money to catch up on bills. We're using that money to pay off other bills or um, put it towards, like I said, paid off our car uh, two years ago, um, or just putting it in the boys uh, account or wherever we need it at, say, put it for a trip, pay off a trip or a cruise or wherever, whatever we need for that moment. Um, wait, 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 wait. Can we pause for a minute? Cause we can't just like glaze over this. To that's like, I want to celebrate the moment of you saying that I paid off my student loans. I paid that's off a car. That's like, I know you casually talking and we love y'all. Cause so we know, you know, some like what's going on and you know, I love it because you guys share your journey um, on Facebook, on Instagram, and we will definitely put the plugs in and uh, we want to hear like your names to follow because these are gems and jewels that we can definitely learn and grow on. But first off, celebration, congratulations for paying these student loans off. That's huge. That is huge. That is, and cars off because, you know, America in itself is in debt. And so many of us are in debt. 
But to work out of debt versus adding debt, that's a whole nother perspective and mindset to say, I'd rather take care of this and get to there versus I'm just gonna tack on a little bit, little bit more. And it's, it gets challenging trying to climb out of debt, but the, you know, the mindset to get out of, and I think about, of course, I took the Dave Ramsey course, and I'm telling you, it wasn't like brand new information and it gave wisdom and talked about the book of Proverbs, but I was just like, man, it's possible, you know, like to get out of it versus of what we've seen over the years. So congratulations, because that's huge. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, like we. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. So like, uh, so like you always said, we we're a team. So like, I've had money left over from my um, bonus, and that's when I took the money and I paid her car off so that she wouldn't have that. So I wasn't being selfish with what was just mine. I mean, like we've always been, and we've always been a team, and so we always just try to keep that in mind when we're dealing with day-to-day or month-to-month, year-to-year scenarios. So, yeah. And no, Shane, I just wanted to say, Deontay, uh, kudos to you all because uh, I was blessed enough uh, to receive a scholarship. So I didn't experience that, but I seen it, you know, firsthand with my wife. So I know, although I didn't uh, went through it, I know what it is to have that, that stress and then, you know, carry that weight. So what I'm trying to say is just congratulations for being so disciplined and the determination to accomplish your goal. Because once you put that into place and you start, it's easy to say, you know what, man, that can wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to enjoy life with my family and stuff like that. But no, you you, you guys kept going. So kudos to you all. Yeah, like like you said, you have to make sacrifices. So um, like I think it was just like a hundred dollars a month, but I was putting an extra two hundred, so I was putting a total of three hundred a month instead of what they were asking me to do. I was paying more, so that once that's paid off, of course, that three hundred dollars or whatever can go towards something else. Um, so yeah, like you said, we you you have to make sacrifices. If you're willing to make sacrifices, then your relationship, marriage, friendship, more than likely, is going to succeed more than you know. But you have to be on one accord. That's good. That's good. One accord. Help us. <laughs> so I, I have a question, Wilsons. Um, do you all have any financial goals right now? And, and you know, what's the determination factor for those goals? Yeah, we have a ton of financial goals. Um, uh, so uh, for us, we. Um, this was probably about a year after we got married. Um, like my husband talked about, he would get a bonus check from his job. So I brought to him the idea. I'm like, hey, let's create um, a spreadsheet. And on the spreadsheet, we're going to list all of our debt. And what we're going to do is let's take your profit sharing check and our taxes and let's start hitting this stuff with that, that money. And then, you know, once we get one thing paid off, we'll take that money and put it to something else. So for our long-term financial goals, we are trying to be debt-free by 40. I mean, everything done. And I mean, it's aggressive, but we know that once our houses are paid off and our cars are paid off, that's only more money we can stack away for our children, for their children, children. Like it's gonna be, we're trying to use that as, like, let's just be done paying everybody else for the stuff that we have. It needs to be ours. So um, when I brought it to him, because us talking about finances had never been, you know, 
an awkward conversation. When I told him the plan, he was like, let's do it. Like, we like this, we on the same page when we are talking about money. And then when I made it plain, wrote it down, I got us an Excel spreadsheet. So literally every month I go in and any money that we pay towards a principal, whether it's our house or our townhouses, is I'm making a spreadsheet and I'm writing it down, and I'm highlighting like, all right, here we are now. Like, that's why we talk about finances so much because literally every month I'm giving him an update. Like, all right, this is how much we owe now. We were able to knock out this amount. So that's more so like our long-term financial goals as far as, you know, just being debt-free and not having to owe anybody anything. Like that's the number one priority. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. So good. Woo! Goals. Yeah. Yeah, gotta get y'all to teach a course. I was about to say, y'all dropping gems. We need a class. We know y'all got schedules and everything, but come we got you, people. I mean, this is so huge. And it's like, like you said, the houses. Like, you know, you said you want to be debt free by 40. If you don't mind sharing, how old are you all right now? Uh, I'm 25. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm 32, so heavy's 33. <laughs> okay, so between seven and eight years from now, you all want to be debt-free, and you have more, not just one property that you yeah. own. Yeah, we have two rental properties. We have two townhouses that we own, and then we have our house that we live in now. Um, luckily, thank God, we were able to pay off our truck. We had to get a bigger car after we had started having a lot of kids. Um, like I said, we have three of them, so we had to get a bigger, bigger vehicle. But with that same mindset um, that we had with our spreadsheet, you know, initially the truck wasn't on there. And so when we got the truck, you have to maneuver. You got to be willing to make changes, you know? So it was a matter of, okay, we can't keep on this same thing that we talked about in 2016 because life has changed things have shifted so you got to be able to adapt and say okay well even though we were going to pay off this townhouse first now we got this truck we got to focus on let's get that out the way get that done and then we'll revert back to the plan you know don't forget about the original plan but you know maneuver and change if you have to so yeah we gotta we got a lot to push for and to get paid off but because we're on the same mind frame and we think a lot alike if we got to change and make adjustments we just do it and keep it pushing you guys are showing up as possible. Yeah. You gotta reroute sometimes. Take that yeah. detour. You get you can get back on track. There we go. <laughs> I have a question for you guys on the Wilsons. So um when I was a player, so my mid-range was always very on point. I was always very accurate. You know, my field was very high, but my free field percentage was something that it was mental to me, and I used to struggle every now and then, different seasons I would go up and down. It was never consistent. Right. So talking about finances, it seems like it's pretty easy for you all to to battle or just to, you know, just to take on and to communicate. Can you can you share another area or another department in your marriage that you may be having a difficulty and why and what advice will you give us? Um, um, good question. I mean, good question. Um, it's hard to say what other area, I mean, cause like we're, we was always friends before we got married. So of course, um, over the years, we used to always have our battle, like communicating, like we used to argue about what we're going to eat, what we're going to eat, uh, for dinner that night. Yeah. So I'd be like, well, I chose it this day. You do it that day. So, um, that kind of cut down um, as far as communicating with that. My wife created a, um, a calendar that we have on the refrigerator that we try to um, go 
off of every day. I mean, of course, like like she said, you, you, sometimes we may not want to cook. If she don't cook, I don't cook. We may go out to eat, but we, we try to stay on track with with um, the calendar that, that she's created um, from month to month. But um, other than that, I don't know. Yeah. That was a really good question. Uh, hey, listen, I, ju I just let Mia decide where, we, where we're going to eat. So, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, though. Mm -hmm. So, as we talked about, you know, having properties and um, taking care of your kids and building wealth for them, there's a scripture in Proverbs 13, 22, and it says, you know, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children, children. And it goes on to say how the wealth of the wicked is um, stored up for the righteous. So I just wanna focus on the first part of that scripture of a good man. And we know it could be a good woman. It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, or a good family or, you know, a team leaves an inheritance for their children's children. Um, what do you take from that? And do you feel like you are leaving an inheritance? I mean, we've already heard it through it, but <laughs> Just how important is it for you to leave an inheritance? And if I'll be realistic for us and the um, African-American community, we're doing great, we're having businesses, and I believe that we're becoming more educated and knowledgeable of how to use our money, spend our money, save our money, where we didn't always have that. Um, we didn't have the, the years of the, the working and the building and the generational wealth passed down. Now that we are here and we are knowledgeable and we're responsible for this information, you know, how do we apply that or leave it for our kids? So just asking, you know, are you doing that? Which I know you, we know you all are, but how important is it for you to leave an inheritance? Uh, it's very important. I know in my household growing up, um, I was never really taught about credit, finance, saving, um, things like that. So um, not sure where it came from. I guess you're just saying, um, how I was raised, I didn't want to continue that legacy um, for my kids. So, of course, when I when I met Shay and, and throughout the years we've been discussing finance, um, I think it's very important. So we're we're on track to we have three boys, so we're on track to have each one of them have their own house by the time they graduate high school. Um, but like you stated, in um, in African American community we're not really taught that or we're not really left anything when someone passes away. Um, so we've just been working on that to make sure that when they're old enough, they won't be behind like most of us were growing up. Um, we teach them about credit, but of course they're, they're, they're only five, three and one. So they're not really there in the mindset of understanding exactly what's going on, but we kind of just remind them about savings um, each one of them have a uh, piggy bank uh, on their wall where it only collect quarters. And um, we we have, every time we get paid, we have money set aside that's going into their account. Um, like, or like if I cash a $20 bill or whatever, I take that and I just put it in there. I have a folder or an envelope in the safe. So every year or throughout the year, I put money set aside and so when their birthday comes around every year I take them to the bank I let them fill out a, um, a, a slip and make a deposit so that they will have that mindset or they have that understanding about saving early 
So, um, of course, with COVID um, lately, we didn't go at all last year, but um, hopefully we'll be able to pick it up this year. So the money just been stacking up. Well, I just made a deposit um, or I've taken it with me, but we was in a drive through. So I actually want them to get the experience of going inside the bank, actually talking to a teller um, and just having having that um, experience of filling out a slip and depositing and why it's important to have one, two or three savings accounts or whatever the case may be for a rainy day. Um, but yeah. I think also, even with the houses, like just being older and, you know, now that we're older, we, we've experienced, you know, our elders passing away and you see the process that families go through when it involves like life insurance and stuff like that. So not just the houses are we trying to leave our kids. We're trying to, and I've talked to Jay about it, um, you know, about life insurance policies and stuff like that. I, I'm not, I don't know a lot about it. So that's why I went to Jay and I'm like, okay, well, what's this and what's that? And I'm talking to him and having that conversation. Cause it's not just about, like I said, leaving the houses. We want to make sure that they're well off if something were to happen to us. Um, and like I said, I think just like in the past, people, our grandparents, they didn't know a lot of stuff. So now that we have the knowledge and now that people are talking and we're understanding and we're researching, we got all these now resources that we can use, you know, why not use them and gain some understanding of, okay, well, this might not be the best financial decision for us. Maybe we should look into this or this policy might not be the best for our family, but this one might be, you know, so going to those experts, you know, on certain topics to gain the knowledge to make a better financial decision. Thank you guys. That's awesome. <laughs> you guys have really, really dropped some gems today. I mean, it's just, I, I, we can't say thank you enough, honestly. Um, we truly, truly appreciate you guys taking the time to talk with us today um, and just sharing your true, trueness, you know, of what it all takes to keep those finances together um, in your marriage or in your relationship. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for um, sharing with us today. So we're going to go ahead and close out. Um, so I'll go ahead and close out in prayer. Um, and then we'll just wrap up with our last little points for today. So let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we thank you for this day, Lord Jesus. We thank you for this time that we were able to share with one another, Lord God, to talk about such a topic as this, such as finances, God. Thank you for Shay and Deontay Wilson, Lord, for sharing their stories, their experiences, Lord God, just being authentic and transparent and just giving us the truth, Lord. We ask that, Lord, the couples, the marriages, the single um, individuals, everyone that is watching or listening to this message today, Lord, help them to receive what they need to receive from this jesus guide them god lead them lord in your in your direction lord and in, in which way you would have them go we thank you for your grace lord god we thank you for your mercy in your name we pray amen amen, amen. thank you sister mia appreciate that so again we thank you all for our guest couple shay and deontay wilson um before we go we do want you all to tell us your names your handles on instagram on facebook um, so we can continue just to hear, glean, be inspired, and connect, you know, to you all. So can you let us know? Uh, I'm Deontay J. Wilson on Instagram and Facebook. 
I am Shawanda Wilson on Facebook, and I don't really go on Instagram much, but I am Brown Sugar 1400. Come on, Brown Sugar. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to wrap up. Um, this is Real Our Way. This is a movement just to spread love, to just talk about our real life experiences and stories and finances today is a real life. You have to deal with it. Whether you talk about it or not, finances is all around us. It helps us, it sustains us. So thank you again. And one thing um, that you all were saying about, it's not about just passing down houses, but financial literacy. You know, there are books out there. There are resources out there. Educate yourself. Um, we don't have a list right now, but if we can help you all with that, please hit us up on Instagram as well as put in the comments and we will give you all what we do have. You know, it's about sharing the information, growing, learning and loving and just building together as one, you know, as a unit, not as what you're doing, what you're not doing, but how can we push the agenda forward to keep growing? So thank you all. Have a great, great rest of the week, day, and we're out. Bye.